0: Hi, Love Leaders, it's Dr. Shannon Roberts, your host for the Love Leading Podcast, where we discuss how to create connection in your most important relationship that God designed, bringing health and sometimes healing while deepening intimacy. Welcome to the show. to introduce to you tonight ryan and avril so yeah i'm so thankful for you guys to come on tonight to share with these couples the the hope that they can find in this process and this progress that you've made you've dedicated and committed yourself to and um, where you've been able to get um, from and to a to z Um, not that anyone on this side of heaven is completely finished but we're in process all of us are in process So, um, if you just want to take a quick minute to tell, you know, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are. Sure.
1: Okay. I'm Avril. Um, Ryan and I have been married now 23 years and we came to Shannon about two years ago. Um, we were, or I was at my end. I was done. I was ready to be not married any longer. But he finally, after years of being asked to go to counseling, had agreed to go. So we gave it a shot to see what would happen and kind of have allowed Shannon to walk us through some good times, bad times, and are coming on the other side. Like she said, it's not an ending thing, but it's been a process for the last couple of years. But it's been a healing process, I would say, on many regards, and still has work to do. We still work on it daily, including just a couple of hours ago. So <laughs> it's it's worth it, though. Our children think it's worth it. Our families think it worth it. So and it has been worth it.
0: Awesome. Well, welcome, Avril. Thank you for that. Uh,
2: I'm, <clears throat> I'm Ryan. Um, I was, uh, as Avril said, I was reluctant, and that's probably an understatement, uh, to go to counseling. Um, you know, I thought, uh, thought crazy people went to, went to counseling. Um, so, um, so I had to, to we're be, all
0: crazy. We're all, but, crazy. we're yeah,
2: all, as it turns out. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it was honestly, it was, um, it was one of the better decisions that, um, that I've made was to was to agree to go and to um, and to show up, and it, it took me probably a couple of uh, couple of times um, to to sort of figure it out and um, sort of recognize um, how the process worked, and that you know that Shannon was really there to uh, to to guide us through this and to help us, and you know could be someone that we could trust and, and rely on. And um, so, yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been um, like Avril said, almost two years. Um, but yeah, I would say that, you know, when we, when we met Shannon the first time we were on the verge of not being married and um, the fact that, that two years later we've made so much progress and um, are on much more solid ground is uh, frankly uh, a frankly, a miracle. So um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So welcome. Thank you for that. So I guess the first question I want to ask y'all, and thank you so for being so open and transparent, and not that you have to go into all the gory details, because that's not what this is about. But can you tell me um, what were the pain points in your relationship at the beginning of the process? And what what kind of Things were um, you discovering that were just not work throughs in your relationship.
2: You want to start with that one or you want me
1: to? Communication was a huge factor. Um, he was not a communicator at all, or it was glossed over. Um, I used to say he used to throw things under the rug a lot and it was more about the appearance that everything looked okay, versus actually digging deep to actually figure out what the issues were, resolve the issues, and then learn how to walk and respond with each other through those those issues. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I was sort of, uh, I kind of, not kind of. I had my, I had my head in the sand. You know, I, I didn't think we really had that many huge problems, um, and you know, I, I didn't think our problems were, were all that different from the problems that most people had. And that, you know, that's just kind of the, the way things were, you know, and, um, so communication was huge. Um, I, I grew up in a, in a house that, that we really didn't communicate well. Um, uh, or often, uh, certainly not about things that were hard or difficult. Those were things that that we just kind of glossed over, or moved past, and and that kind of thing. So, so I didn't really know how to to do that. You know, I had never really experienced that, um, which is crazy. But but that's the way it was. So um, that was a, a really sort of eye-opening thing to get some help with that, to, to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we do this? How do we work through these things? How do we, and it, you know, it's crazy that we were married 20 years before we figured that out. Um, but, you know,
0: awesome. Okay. So, um, going through the process and the program Tell me a little bit about the hope that you can maybe um, share of where you've gotten from that pain point. Yeah. I um, mean, oh, you and right before we got on, we kind of touched base, and you're like, "Yeah, we just used the skill like two hours ago." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
2: exactly the, the, that's exactly what I was about to say. You know, um, so coming home from work today. I called Avril, we were talking, I could tell she was annoyed at me. And um, so, you know, we hung up and I finished the drive home and, and I told her this, I said it, and I was angry for probably five minutes after I hung up the phone. And then, then I started thinking through some things and um, I keep that, uh, that catch diagram with the what seven steps on my phone and I pulled it up at a red light and I read through it and I thought about it the rest of the way home. got home and we sat down and talked and, um, you know, two years ago, I would have come home and I would have ignored it. I would have turned on the TV and, you know, acted like everything was fine. She would have said, what's wrong? And I would have said, "Nothing. I'm good, you know, and we would have sat there and stared at each other for the rest of the night Um, where tonight we did something different. So it came in and, and we actually talked through the problem. Okay. What is it that's bothering you? What did I miss? And we were able to, to work through that. She was able to explain to me what was bothering her today and where that came from. And, you know, I was able to, you know, show some, some empathy and apologize and, and, you know, try to try to change the way that that interaction goes. And so for, for us, I think that's been the biggest, um, the, the biggest change in our life and in our relationship is, being able to uh, to work through those things in a different and productive way that has a positive outcome.
0: Awesome! And then you jumped on a live call to tell everybody about it.
2: Right. Yes.
0: So <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. When I got home, I didn't know how this was going to go tonight. I was like, you know, we've you know we've had a good, say, a pretty good run. Things have been pretty good for a month or so, and. You know, the, all of a sudden we have the Zoom call tonight, and uh, <laughs>
0: it's like you. I yeah. gotta do those. I gotta do so those. It's scenarios. like really <laughs> yeah. you know. good accountability. I'm glad, so I glad I that you skills. decided to do that rather than jump on in in, yeah, in your right. cycle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm glad I uh, had some skills.
0: Yeah. How about you, Avril? Tell absolutely. me a little bit about this process for you. How you've gotten from point A to now. What what are those golden nuggets that you might want to offer? Um, some hope too.
1: So for me, I came from a very different background of probably over communicators. So it was very different because there are those times that we want to keep communicating, trying to get that out. And that I learned makes him shut down even more. So it's taking those pauses, taking the time to kind of stop and regroup um, and then come back together and go, okay, how do we do this differently? Um, another key piece was ending the cycle so that our kids didn't always see those same cycles. They're teenagers, they're in their dating realm now. And you're like, I don't want them to have to see these same cycles where one puts their head in the sand and one's an over communicator. So we have two mini me's that run around the house and it's how do we comfortably even teach them to communicate properly in their own relationships. So for me, it was not just our relationship, it was, how do we stop this cycle for the next group? Um, So, and that has changed. They open up now more to dad than they ever do. And so we've even kind of carried that on into them.
0: Absolutely. So really quick um, one question popped up that might be pertinent before we move on. And I see all your questions and I'm going to get to all of them tonight. The one question that came up that applies here. Um, Ryan, is that as a man, what made you pull your head out of the sand, as you said, and be willing to be a communicator in your relationship? What was your why? And yeah. how, how did you get out of that, the head in the sand?
2: So there were, there were a couple of things. One, um, I find I, I just recognized that if, if something didn't change, um, I wasn't going to be married anymore. Um, and, um, when I sat down and really sort of looked at, at, you know, where I was in my life and in our family life, um, that's not what I wanted. Um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to be married and I wanted to frankly be able to make up, um, for, for some of the, the bad behavior and poor choices and, you know, the way that frankly, the way that I treated my wife for a lot of years. Um, so, uh, so that was sort of the the first thing was I, I knew that, that something had to change. Um, and then, so initially it was hard, you know, the first, um, you know, geez, I don't know, probably even six months, um, were really difficult just because you know I had never really experienced any of this. I had never been to never been to counseling. I'd never really um, I had never been in touch with um, with my feelings. I certainly couldn't communicate them um, to anybody else because I really didn't understand them myself. Um, so you know, so it took me a while to sort of figure that out. Uh, but once I did and started to see some progress, um, you know, we were talking about this earlier related to, to weight loss that it's sort of like that thing. Once like that first 10 pounds comes off, you kind of, you get some momentum and you think, okay, yeah, I can, I can do this. And it kind of gives you the,
0: good the analogy. Going.
2: it's kind of the same way. Once, you know, we had a couple of these moments where, we thought, holy crap, that was really different and and productive. Um, and productive and you know we came out of something that was really difficult on a positive note. Once we had those first couple of, or I'll speak for myself. Once I had those first couple of experiences, um, that really made the difference for me because I could really see the progress and gave me sort of a glimpse of what what our our marriage could be um so and then
0: it began to build from there huh once you have it's sort of
2: it sort of snowballs you know once you build up some momentum you know not that we don't have times where we slide back and into old bad habits at times um but just identify them quicker yeah yeah you identify it more quickly than we would have in the past
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, part of, um, what they've learned this week, um, Ryan to speak to what you just said there, we find that there are three, you know, killers to this connection point that you start in, in your romance. And one is just time and inattention. Um, two is maybe some major hurts and wounds And three is this rigid cycle that you're speaking to. And you guys kind of came with all three, right? And had to work work through each one of those. Um, Specific to this webinar that you're speaking to, obviously, is this rigid interaction cycle. So thank you for speaking to that. Um, Really quick, another question, just because, um, Avril, you mentioned adult children. Um, a question came in, is it too late to change your grown children's perception for those of us that have grown kids?
1: No, um, one of the reasons that I was ready to be done with our marriage is because our kids were kind of done with it. They had come to me and said, you know, mom, if you want to divorce dad, we'll totally just live with you until we're out of the house, whatever. And it was at that realization that you're like, something really needs to change. If our kids want to be away as well. And we were never ones to really air a lot of us in front of them because we stuffed it or he stuffed it, but they just knew something was not right. And they had a different relationship and they wanted to see a different relationship. So we actually didn't talk to them a lot while it was happening. Um, We told them we were going to counseling and that we were working on our marriage. But we really didn't sit down and intensely talk through with them how or what we were changing. We just started living differently around them. Watch, They started seeing us communicate better, um, whether it was in the kitchen or in the living room. like right? Whatever it was, we just communicated very differently. And so it took them about a year before they started to open up to him. Um, Because needless to say, I'm the over communicator. So I would communicate with them. (laughs) They were used to that, but they weren't used to dad talking to them. Um, So that was one of the things when he started talking to them, they would open up more and sometimes too much at times. So you're like, don't tell me that. I don't want to hear it. But (laughs) but at the same time, you don't want to squelch that either. So we sit and we listen and we have very, very different conversations. And um, what,
0: are, what are the ages of your two children?
1: 18 and she'll be 16 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. so yeah. Almost out of the house. Okay. Yeah. That's a good and
2: word. They, they just, they, they notice way, way more, I think, than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they noticed that things were, that Very things different. were different. And, and they mm-hmm. mentioned that to us that, you know.
1: Well, and one of the funny conversations for us was even our daughter and one of her friends, who's also about 19 years old now. They were having a conversation because we referred her parents to you as well, Shannon. And the girls were in my presence talking about the differences of their parents, and that was kind of that eye-opening part. It was about a year into it, and they were like, "Yeah, our parents like sit next to each other on the couch now and like hold each other's hands and." So even to listen to teenagers, notice the difference in their parents was kind of fun because we hadn't really explained a lot of things to them. We just let them see the differences.
0: Right, oh my gosh, and that's a great-
1: curious, And so now we talk about it. So oh, fantastic. Um,
0: I, I have a question from Linda, but Linda, if you will allow me to kind of save that question to the end, that, that'd be great. I do see it. I don't want you to feel like I'm ignoring it. Um, Okay, so after working on the program, you've kind of alluded to this, but to go maybe a little bit deeper, um, what what benefits have you seen and what different kinds of things are you enjoying in your relationship today?
2: Um, for me, I think just the, the general connection is, is so much better. I think that was one of the things that I... Was probably one of the terms that I used a lot early on was, you know, Shannon or others, they would ask, you know, how are you feeling about things? And, and my answer was often, I'm feeling disconnected. Like I want to, I want us to feel like we're on the same page. I want to feel connected to That's Avril. Something. And, um, and that took some time to sort of reestablish that because that had really been yeah, broken yeah. over the years. Um you know, from my perspective. And, um, so the reestablishing that connection and and being able to feel that has been, uh, has been huge. And for me has been the, the biggest difference when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling connected to her, um, it makes all of this other stuff way, way easier. Um, you know, um, makes it way easier to be To be empathetic and to you know respond positively instead of negatively and those kind of things. So uh, that's been the that's the biggest one for me. That's an easy one.
1: Okay, I would say it's more of a partnership than just having a roommate again. Mm -hmm. Um, Because for years I would say you know I love you, Uh, you're the father of my children, but I don't like you very much, and (laughs) we cohabitated (laughs) in the same house, but we both basically lived two separate lives it was hi how you doing who's going to pick up the kids today who's not um but there wasn't an in-depth conversation or when he says his answers were very i'm fine everything's fine like Fine was great, but (laughs) really not. So now it's, you know, I had a really crazy day. Like, this is what happened. And this aggravated me over here because of this or that. So you can have a little bit deeper conversations um, instead of, fine, that's it. Go sit in your corner. I'll go for mine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so what have you guys been able to enjoy together that you hadn't before?
2: Um. Honestly, lots of stuff, um, you know, just things that, that before were not that they were miserable or they were just different. I mean, even stuff, you know, watching our kids play sports, um, being able to do that together and, you know, um, What has been cool? We've uh, we've gone on vacation together. I mean, that's something that we hadn't done really ever is just the two of us um, go on vacation. And so we we did that this year. You know, we went uh, went on vacation together for for a week. Uh, so I actually
0: enjoyed it huh
2: (laughs) and actually enjoyed it yeah there's there's been lots of new stuff we we even with the pandemic you know we've traveled a little bit and and done some done some things together that we hadn't done in a long time
0: right right how about you Avril what have you been able
1: to enjoy well that we actually do date nights again instead of looking at each other and saying okay I'm gonna go out with my friends and you go do something different. Um, so we do that. Our kids are kind of annoyed at that because they feel like they get the shafted a lot. Great. <laughs> That's okay. That's yeah, awesome. It's great. That's okay. Yeah, it's great. But just even doing house projects, instead of wanting to kill each other when you're using a sawzall, it's like, okay, we can actually support each other and not feel like you want to- okay. Use it against saw-zaw. them. Yeah, right. <laughs> So Uh, you guys actually um,
0: sold a house, bought a house, and have been doing some home renos, right? Yes. That's huge. Yeah, that that would kill any relationship.
2: (laughs) We did it on a much smaller
1: scale this time.
2: We've we've done this twice now. The the first time um, didn't go well. I take that back. The house was great. It was beautiful and all that it didn't work well for us. We did not, we didn't work well together, um, during that process. And it was, it was pretty miserable. It all worked out okay in the end with the house person, you know, I guess, but, but for us, it, it didn't work out well. And so believe it or not, we did it again, uh, just a year ago, bought another house. This one didn't need quite as much work, but still needed some stuff. And, um, it's been different. We've, yeah. there's, there's been some tough moments, but for the yeah. most part, we've worked together and, you know, have, you know, communicated through it to yeah. figure out, you know, priorities and that sort of thing. So,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And used our skills during it to make sure we didn't kill each other at times. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be concerned that you we've used the word kill a little few many times, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also know, given that we're about to enter into a, a holiday season, um, you had to kind of rethink how you do holidays and traditions and families and kind of reprioritize some things. Can you speak to
1: that? You want to or you want to? Um, I guess we both can a little bit. Um, I got to where I actually did not like holidays at all. Um, because generally they had to be surrounded his way or he just didn't understand that there are differences and you could kind of create your own traditions. So part of what we've done the last couple of years is kind of break everything we've done in the past. I think we celebrated any holidays maybe the first time. I mean, we did to some extent, but like instead of Christmas throwing up in our house, We might have had like one tree or something of that nature where it was very minimal and just kind of regrouped for the last couple of years um, and kind of rewrote what we should have done 20 years ago when we got married. How do we make it ours and our kids and our unit instead of everything that comes from the outside in? Traditions are great, but at the same time, if that's what's ruling kind of that relationship every holiday somebody's going to be upset with it if it's not their way so yeah. it's taken us a couple of years where I'm not like having a massive tick to think about holidays coming up or something like that but we've walked through them we've talked about them beforehand instead of just assuming this is the way it's going to be so and that was whether it was birthdays whether it was holidays holidays Mm -hmm. So, so like, instead of going to Thanksgiving, we went to Bush Gardens. (laughs) We just did something different. We sat down and, you know, looked at our kids too, because they could feel things and they were to the age they would ask, like, how come we have to do this instead of this? And it's like, I don't know, we don't have to anymore. So we just kind of rewritten the way we like traditions. Oh, wow. That's a big
0: U-Haul, right? Yes. So uh, Lenita, I see your question and I'm going to ask this question and then I'm going to go specific to yours. But um, in the program, um, it's it's really considered an intra where we work on the relationship, but it's an inter where we kind of individually do a dive on kind of personal backgrounds. So how what are your biggest takeaways in the program personally, just individually?
2: Um, I'll, I'll go first on that one. So. for for me, I had never, I never done anything like that. Uh, I had never been particularly uh, introspective Um, and, you know, I didn't really understand what the things that I was feeling most of the time. And I certainly couldn't communicate it to somebody else. So spending some time looking at, um, you know, childhood uh wounds and things like that that really I'd carried with me for for my whole life without even really understanding it um was was a big deal um and it really sort of um you know there were a few of those kind of aha moments where I thought oh geez that's where that comes from that's why I react you know to that particular situation in that way and you know for me that was a big turning point when i kind of had those moments to be able to understand where they come from and then to be able to respond differently that you know that i don't have to respond the same way you know that i always did before um so um yeah for for me especially i know avril had done some of that sort of individual work in the past i really hadn't so that was all new for me and um and it was sort of the same, like the snowball thing, you know, once you sort of start figuring that out, it it's, it's kind of scary at, at first, you know, to delve into that stuff. Um, but over time, you know, once that snowball kind of starts rolling down the hill um, it makes those things a lot easier and it helps you kind of connect the dots and understand maybe why you do or say certain things in certain situations. And, gives you the opportunity to, you know, to make a different decision.
1: Absolutely. How about you, Avril? I would say part of it is, um, as we've dealt with it, it's the whole rewriting the piece. Um, You don't, we realized I came from a much healthier background on some of that than he did, but instead of being resentful towards it for years, it was, How do we change that and move it forward? Um, So it's going back and instead of rewriting it with your resentment and all that's left there, because it's just now coming to fruition and he's just now getting it. It's okay. Thank you. He's finally understanding it. Now, how do we move it forward together? Um, So there's times that I say, you know, I feel like I'm 20 years behind on some things and having to redo it again. But at the same time, we're both in a different place where I don't know if I would have given him the patience 20 years ago to do this. Um, So for me, that's been huge is that piece of rewriting that and then just the recovery pieces of it. Because now that he's understanding where some of his woundedness comes from and where these hurts were from, okay, now how do we get through it and not react the same way. Um, how do we change that with moving forward in our reactions instead of staying in those same cycles? Yeah, I love that.
0: That personally for you, it was how do you come from a place of, you know, resentment and move to a place of grace and willingness and want to again. I love that. So specifically, Lenita offers. Um, I'm typically the problem. I'm so stubborn. Any, any comments about that?
1: <laughs> um, stubbornness, I think, is my middle name. I actually believe that's what my middle name does stand for. So I <laughs> really understand that. And it, truthfully, it's through that grace. And if it wasn't for my faith a lot of times, I probably wouldn't have been able to stay where I have through this. Um, but God showed us so much grace that it's hard also to not... Be able to pray for somebody for years and ask for get a hold of whatever this is, and then not allow God to work through it. So, for me, a lot of it goes back to the faith, right? Right, and personal walk there, yeah.
0: So, um, I know that you guys had done a couple other maybe experiences, but how does the program that kind of we walk through together compared to maybe some other experiences, if if you can speak to that?
2: Sure. Um, I can go first. I mean, uh, prior to coming and, and meeting with you, my, you know, sort of point of view on this was pretty limited. Um, you know, we had seen another counselor for I don't know, maybe, yeah, a couple of months maybe and had made, I think minimal progress. Um, so, uh, you know, I didn't have much of a frame of reference since then we've done some other things as well while we've been with you and, you know, there's been, um, stuff there that, that we've picked out and, and that we continue to use, um, but for us, the cons- or for me anyway, the consistency of, um, of this program and of us meeting with you has been really important. Um, you know, uh, like probably a lot of guys, I struggle at times with consistency with this stuff because it's, <laughs> not, it's not first nature or second, even second nature to me. You know, it's something that I have to work at. So there's times where you know, it's sort of some of these skills fall by the wayside and I have to be reminded to pick those things back up. And uh, yeah, Yeah. so having that program and having the ability to to get reminded of those things for me has been really important um, to sort of keep me and us, I think, moving in the right direction.
1: Yeah, we did some things online, needless to say, the pandemic hit right after we kind of started with you. So for me, I'm more of an in-person person. So even when we did our onlines, I, I got something out of it, but it wasn't the same as you being able to hold us both accountable at times. Um, because as I said, stubborn is my middle name too. And you've had your experience where I've sat in your office and said, this is how I feel and I am <laughs> not in the mood for it. So you've had to um, crack that little egg a few times just to get yeah. me out of my shell on some things. But right. I would say the consistency of having the ability to get there when we need to, or if I see there's something that's going to be coming up, being able to get in and go, Hey, how do we, how do we work through this? Cause we know it's coming. right? Um, like with my medical stuff or whatever that we've dealt with. Right. So um, that was Linda's question.
0: Are you local to Tampa? No, they're in the Tampa Bay area. So yes, a lot of ours was a blend. Some of it was in person and some of it was online. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Next question. Um, uh, So you mentioned your faith, Avril. Um, Obviously, Uh, what we have found in the research is that people that that do have a faith want to be with a counselor that has a, a shared value set, um, per se, um, to the degree that they're comfortable with it, obviously. Can you speak to that and what that was like to have incorporated into the program?
1: Um, for me, it was very helpful because that's what has kept me working at this marriage anyway. Um, It was one of those things where I didn't go into marriage thinking, okay, if it doesn't work out, we will just divorce anyway. It just got to that point after years of, okay, we're not communicating. It's not working out. My children are done. I'm done. But like I said, praying for so long that you knew there was something better out there because I grew up watching things better. um, I knew it was possible. Um, I remember being in middle school when I saw a change in my parents' marriage. I never really understood what it was, but I saw some sort of change in their marriage where it was kind of like our kids are seeing. okay, mom and dad are holding hands now. They're going on dates now. So I knew it was possible and it got even better for them when we all left home. And so he and I were on a path where I didn't want to be in the house with them when the kids left. So why stay married if that's the case? So it was, I knew that was better. And I knew that God could redeem whatever it was if we allowed him to. So it was more that curious thing of what are we going to let him do? Um, how can this be redeemed? So faith was a huge factor for me. Um, even with the struggle of divorce and all of that peace. it wasn't just because God says, don't do it. It was no, I could, but at the same time, what does it teach my kids about their faith as well? Yeah. Um, so it was kind of all encompassed together. Yeah.
0: What about you, Ryan? Was the spiritual part of the program an important aspect for you?
2: Um, yes. And it's become more so has, as time has gone on, um, you know, when, when we first, when we first came to you, I was not in a very good place, um, spiritually at all. Um, and that's something that over time has really made a huge difference. I mean, a a big part of, of our problems were, you know, on my part, things like selfishness and, um, you know, my, my heart had really been hardened um, towards Avril and towards, you know, a lot of things. And so, yeah, so reconnecting with that spiritual part um, of, of my life, and sort of reconnecting that was, was huge. I mean, that was one of the one of the keys to this whole thing um, you know without that i'm not sure we're we're here today together um, so yeah that was huge so to have someone that we connected with in that way um, and that sort of understood where we were two years ago and sort of where we wanted to be was uh, was yeah was super helpful
0: awesome awesome Well, I think I'm out of my questions. Is there anything last minute that I might not have asked that you felt an urge or that's pertinent to share with these wonderful couples that are giving us
1: their Friday night? Yeah, I would say it's, it's not an easy walk. It's always work. Um, That's why I said, even two years later, we had the moment a couple hours ago, but it's (laughs) constant work. Um, And just like a few months ago, I knew I was getting to a point where it needed to even be more than just our normal hour session. So I sat down and looked at you both and said, okay, we got to figure out a way that we do either another half intensive or something like that. So a lot of it is recognizing it when you're getting there and getting it done, putting the work in, um, where sometimes you go, oh, well, we're better than we were. So we're fine. Don't, we don't have to work anymore. No, it's, it's constant work. Yeah. So.
0: That's what I've always admired about you. Avril is like, no, I, if I've already gotten some vanilla and now some fudge, I still want the whipped cream and cherry on top. I'm not settling. Right. right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. All mm-hmm. right, guys. Um, So let's just open this up to live Q and A. I mean, if you wanna open your mic or if you wanna drop a question that you have for Ryan and Avril in the chat, please feel free to do so. If I, I got all the questions so far. Um, All right. So here's something from Lenita. Um, Maybe you can speak to a word of encouragement. Um, She says, I am a repeat offender in marriage and want this one to work out because he actually does love me. And it's the first time ever in my life I felt this. What kind of encouragement can you give her?
1: I would. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to, to talk. Cause I, I was kind of the, well, not kind of, I, I was the, the offender, so to speak in, in our relationship for the most part. And um, I would just, just encourage you that, you know, you don't have to repeat the same, the same choices and the same behaviors um, that you have in the past that, you know, um, you do have the ability to change those things. Um, you know, I was, you know, I was over forty years old. I was pretty ingrained in the way that, the way that I did things, and the way that I reacted to things, and the way that I failed to communicate. Those things were pretty well established. Um, so to be able to, um, to be able to change those things and You know work towards um responding differently um you know those things are possible you don't have to keep making the same you know the same choices or reacting the same way um it's not always easy but um
0: but it's definitely possible yeah there's definitely hope and when you got Uh, something that's of value to you it motivates you right absolutely um, Stevens just makes a comment and I, I guess I would want you to maybe speak some encouragement to him. He says, I can appreciate that revisiting the place of hurt is a necessary thing in order to develop a new way to respond to each other in a different way. And, and, and lots of people say, Oh, I don't want to go in and kind of re reopen those kind of places of hurt and pain. Can you speak to that?
1: I would say it's not a fun process. But at the same time, we found that when we did it and did it differently, the healing was there. Um, So it was worth it in the long run. Um, And at times, you might have to even revisit some of those wounds a couple of times because it's like an onion. I used to say, well, you peeled back that layer, but now you've still got this layer and this layer and this layer underneath it. So at times you felt like, really, this is coming up again. But it could be that you were dealing with a different emotion the second time from that woundedness, because it could have been that, yeah, you dealt with the resentment, you dealt with the anger. It's just, it's sometimes a layering or a ripple effect where you don't realize once you get through the first one, you kind of got to get through the next one. And every time, as long as we were responding correctly, it seemed to have a better healing moment. So that's awesome awesome okay
0: anybody else these are some great discussion points I love it I love it okay I don't see any more so if we're ready to dive on and we're winding up I've tried to honor the hour that they've committed to me so Oh, wait, Steven did say something like that. I can, uh, I like that it's not an adversarial process. Yeah. Did you feel like it was that you, each one of you were equally um, validated and esteemed and it was a respectful kind of um, non-adversarial process?
2: Uh, almost, almost always, you know, (laughs) look, we, we, we both, yeah, we both have and had, you know, both with Shannon and at home, we both have, have had moments where, you know, where we didn't, where we didn't live up to that, but for the most part, um, for the most part, yes. I mean, I think that that's been, uh, that's been one of the key changes in how we communicate is that, it's not, it's not adversarial. I even said this to Avril earlier, earlier today, you know, used to, I, I felt like we were, we were both trying to, to win, right. you know, and, um, and that's, it just doesn't seem as important um, yes. anymore. Um, so, yeah. So that's, that's really different. Uh, Cause we used to certainly, it was an adversarial process, but yeah. yeah almost always we, we avoid that now
1: kind of be on the same team a little bit more.
0: Right.
1: I love that. Awesome.
0: Okay. Well, um, all right. So thank you guys for being here and being so open and, and, and transparent with us and willing to just kind of breathe life and hope into what could happen. If, um, those that are, are willing to kind of roll up their sleeves and go for it. Right. That's
1: key. Got it. Got to do the work. Okay. All right. it, as you've said, how many times progress, not perfection. That's, right. Um, <laughs> That's get discouraged. right. Look back at where you came from and see that there is progress.
0: That's right. That's yeah. helpful. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you guys for being here. Um, blessings to you tonight and we will see you soon. Thank you, Osborns. You're welcome. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening, love leaders. Be sure to check out all our links in the show notes and visit me at ShannonRobertsCounseling.com. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any others. Until next time, go lead in loving well.